Welcome to the One Life, One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I have a very, 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 very important special guest. Um, this is episode 101, so we can call this Parenting 101. Um, tomorrow, this young man turns into an adult. Welcome to the podcast, my son, Mr. Maximus Morris. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Um, what's your middle name again, Max? Henry. And where did that come from? Henry Rollins. My mom wanted to do that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, Max, because when you were born, you didn't have a middle name, and then mama went down to the courthouse and didn't tell me, and she changed it to Henry. Yes. So I think that's kind of fucked up, but whatever. So Maximus Henry Morse. So Max, um, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you. You're in there on the biggest podcast in the house. Yeah, in the entire house. It's honored to have wow. you. It's honored to have you here. Um, this happened with my mom on the episode last week. I don't really do question and answers, but we had people submit questions for you. And uh, I'm going to ask you some questions. Are you ready? Yes. First of all, I've known you your whole entire life, so it's an honor to have you here. Wow, thank you. And I made you. It's an honor to be here. I'm part of the I'm, my own I'm, house. One, I'm one of the people who made you. Yes. It's, it's an honor to have you here. Half and half. It's um, wonderful to be here. So, house. Max, here's some questions. All right, you ready? Yes. All right. What are some of the biggest lessons you learned from your dad that I may not know? This is on the spot, by the way. I, I have, I'm gonna have to think of all each questions one of these are questions. on the all questions are on the spot. That's what <clears throat> well, the show's about. Okay. Um. Uh, what are some lessons that he has in taught? Life, in life lessons, I guess. Life lessons. You don't need drugs or alcohol to have fun. And That's a good one. I could do them if I wanted to. My my family doesn't. You know, they're open to whatever. I obviously they don't want me to, but I've just learned and personally I do not want to. It's like I was raised vegetarian. I can choose to eat meat if I want to now, but I choose Respect. not to because I, I don't I don't want to do that. And so I was raised like like most children are not to do drugs or alcohol. Yeah. Except it was just a little bit bigger of an impact on my life and I just still choose not to do it. So I respect that and appreciate that. That's and, a, and I love you for that. It's the only lesson. Oh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Max, is it difficulty navigating through schoolwork while you're on tour? I mean, most of the time... We no, go, usually we, it's during summer. In the summer, yeah. There was one time where I had to take off a couple weeks, two weeks ago when we went to South America, but... Yeah. That, um, that, yeah, I don't remember, really remember how we did that, but I don't think it was that hard. That That's the one we got the scary letter from the school, like... Like the tardy letter in the mail, me and me and your me son and, will not pass if he skips another day of school. Yeah, and then once we told the people at the school, like, yo, he was in South America, he was in this country, that country, then like, oh shit, they kind of thought that you could use that towards points because you're actually seeing the world. I thought that was cool, like the response we got to that. Not many schools would do that. Um, is it difficult being in a touring environment, growing up in a touring environment? Not really. I mean, your band's pretty nice, and H O is pretty chill. They're all really like not crazy wild when I was alive so i mean we're old and married and you know yeah it's old dudes um what is your favorite thing about being on tour exploring exploring i remember i think this was only last tour we did with sharp shock and battery, battery and h2o yeah my favorite tour and um i know i'll probably get to that and i just i was old enough to just literally walk around the city miles and miles away with my skateboard and just check it out by myself with my airpods and just listen to music and exploring and having random people from their hometown take photos of some american in front of a big church like yeah yeah it was fun that was that was an interesting time because that's the first time i realized oh shit this kid's becoming his own independent adult max would just take off from the venue on a skateboard in different countries and different cities and towns or villages and go out and just meet the local kids. And some couple of times Max pulled up to the venue, like five kids he met randomly, like Italy or Spain and brought them to their first punk show. 
brings him on stage. I remember I can see him all Berlin, standing, yeah. standing behind the drums like, what the fuck? We met this kid from America now on stage watching his dad perform. And then you jump on the drums and play like, what the fuck? This kid's like an alien. I remember. I remember was, we did that in Berlin. That was awesome. I just found like five kids like, yo, you guys want to come to a show tonight? <laughs> yeah, and then, like, sure. And we brought him backstage. He's like, oh my God. It was so cool. Yeah, was but the But the, yeah, that battery, we might as well talk about the battery and Sharp Shark tour. It was incredible. Like I grew up knowing the battery guys. Now not really playing only shows here and there with that band. Loving the McTurneys, just loving everybody in that band, Olden, and then meeting Metal Mike and sharing a bus with them and going on tour and just falling in love with Battery like they were a brand new band. Like I, I, I love them dearly, even more than I did before. And that, that tour is such a like a family vibe. Shout out Sharp Shock. Sharp was, Shock as well. So, that man. was one of the most most fun buses bus yes. rides we've ever had yes it was like a double decker bus it was a double decker we had battery h2o and sharp shock on there it was the hey craziest no. ride it was so fun yeah that was that was that was a that was a great summer we had the great bus driver yeah we did was he yeah. great yeah he was the cool bus driver dude okay i thought we had to fire somebody before yeah so basically you've been raised on the road people always ask me like why don't you have more kids i'm like having one kid is the best because we can travel with you we got to take you to japan You've been to Japan twice. You've been to South America. You've been to Indonesia. You've been um, all over Europe. Uh, I remember you playing to 50,000 people on drums with us in Colombia. Like, as far as those countries and places are concerned, Indonesia was crazy too, but what are some of your favorite places you got to see? I mean, Japan, you were way too young. I need to bring you back there I remember um, Switzerland was only last year with Battery, and then that was that was beautiful when we went, and we saw the, Swiss, the Swiss Alps. beautiful beautiful remember it was the uh see-through blue water with the oh yeah yeah with the beavers and oh yeah yeah oh and then when we played was that slovenia when it was the that like freezing water temperature but it was like beautiful water Park Rock holiday yes that was awesome by the lake and shit and i remember before that it was super hot and me and, me and adam took like a 20 mile hike up the top of this mountain got that cool and picture like, i remember the, that like the highest mountain there you and, and Andreas, just, me and him, you and yeah. and I went across that pond. Yeah, and then when we got back, we jumped in that water. It was freezing, like 50 degrees, but it was beautiful. Me and Stigma chilled on the beach that day and watched, but it was great. Um, Colombia was fun. You like Colombia? Colombia was awesome. Oh, yeah, when Argent we went to Brazil. At Bowls. Yeah. Um, Indonesia was a crazy-ass fucking flight. Oh, my God, Indonesia was awesome. When me and Adam also went and explored the local zoo with, like, the tigers oh, didn't have too. cages there. I know, Parrots we went first, us. yeah, and there, yeah. Was, there was, like, no cages for the tigers. It was just like, out and everything. The monkeys were everywhere. It was beautiful. Are those some of the best tour memories, you think? Yeah. Also, when we went to... Oh, I love when we go to the UK. I love it. I don't know why. Too, I just love it. Walking the streets, walking through Camden Lock. All the good food. Germany. Germany is the best. I love when we go to Germany. We get that, that Italian food there. Oh, yeah. Fuck, what's it called? We're going to fuck up. We're going to think about it when it comes back to us. Yeah, we'll hit it. Basically, it's like, it's like a Maggiano's or it's like... Uh, it's like a build your own. You can build your own pizzas, pastas, salads. Yeah, but it's, it's like a chain of, uh, of Italian spots over there that's not the best... But for us, it is getting the for American them. There, I was like, oh, it's like it's like when Americans say, oh, you want to go to Chipotle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so everyone's you like, you can build your own or salad. Or it's like in and out. Like, oh, we're so over it now. We've already had it. We build our salads here, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Fuck, I can see the, the colors of the flag right yeah. now. Maybe we'll come back to us. So those are some of your best memories. Yeah. And do you ever get nervous performing live with your dad's band at festivals and stuff like that? Why am I saying there's a question? Yeah. Yeah. You got nervous all the time. It didn't seem like because it it's not my band. It's not the band. That it's like yeah. nerve wracking. I have to. Yeah. You know, I have to play up to you guys. I know, but still, I think you kill it. And I think that when you get on stage, you kind of lose that fear sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Like the, the Columbia shit was crazy, right? 50,000 people. That was that was scary. Um, it's funny, all these questions, because tomorrow is your birthday. You could be 18 years old, and you're allowed to do the next question. Do you want to get heavily tattooed like me? Tomorrow we're getting tatted. I know, but do you want to get heavily tattooed like me? No, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying you don't, but I have a very beautiful body, and I don't want to, like, oh my God. deface it. And I don't want to, I don't want to, like, mess it up or anything. I hear you. I have great skin. I mean, I'm I just sh- want to get them in places where it's not going to be that, like, it, not that crazy to see. It's not going to be right on my neck or anything yeah. like that. I I I, told, I talked about this before, but when I got tattoos, my mom was really like bummed, and then my grandmother started sending me letters that I ruined my body, that that God put me on this planet with this perfect, pure skin. That that's ruined, not how I see it, but I that's, ruined my that's body. How she, I she was saying I ruined my body and shit. Like I I destroyed something sacred. Mm. And she made me feel bad about it, but, but I said fuck it. I'm keeping getting tattooed. Um, but yeah, no no like face, no neck, no hands, none of that shit, right? No, probably not. Um, Nike or Adidas? Nike. Yeah, you were raised, shout out to Tim Bergman from Nike where Max was uh, really young. We had Adidas sponsor, Hazen Street, for like eight or nine I years. I do like Adidas, but I'm more of a fan. They're very comfy, but I, yeah. I, I mainly wear Nike. You were getting Nikes from the day you could walk. Blessed. We have a box of all Jordans. your shoes. We should post that after this, on this episode. Max says, baby, Nikes all the way up through. On it. What grade, Moon, you think you get free Nikes up until what grade, Mama? Yell it loud in the background. Fourth or fifth grade, you were laced by Nike. All kinds of Frankenstein Spider-Man dunks, Jordans. Spider-Man dunks, all that shit. Everything. Thank you, Tim Bergman. I love you. Um, so that, that's a good question. Uh, what kind of perspective uh, on the world, tr- since you traveled and saw all different cultures, you think that's uh, made you more of a whole person? Like, I, I made you more of outgoing, I think, and more of a social person. And like you said, go, traveling into the towns you've been to, a, a foreign country, by yourself Mexico on a Mexico City, we went there. There's a lot of culture. Yeah. When but we, you feel like you're, you're like a world traveler. You have two. You, have two, you already have two passports. When me, my mom, and Rusty Pistachio, and on no, I don't remember. And Hino, I think. Hey we, no, hey no, Is but Hino, hey no, Hino, it's Hino. It's Hino. I love you, Hino, but, hey no. But but I remember, mom. It was me, you, and Rusty. And we went somewhere in South America and we traveled. And it was, they were like, not you shouldn't go there. But it was me, you, and Rusty. And those, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was yeah, with yeah. Will, Columbia, where, Columbia. Columbia. Talk in the mic, please. Talk in the mic to say something, babe. Will told us, like... Come to, to the mic, to the mic, please, babe. I love Will it. was like, I'm not even going to go in that neighborhood. Yeah. He lives there, yeah. Wow. You traveled all through Columbia doing I that. Will. We love you, Will. Uh, so what else What else you saw out there you went to? Was there um, any earthquakes? We experienced an earthquake? Yeah, when there? we went to Mexico City the first night we were ever there, we were in the hotel, and I, I will never forget. I was like, ah, ah, ah. Wow. And it was like a, it was like a 6.7, and there was like, oh, it's just a, it's a tiny one. And I was like... Shit in my pants. I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna die!" It was the first night we were there. I remember that. Do you feel like you feel like you've learned more traveling around the world than you would in like a history book? Yeah. Oh, I remember when we had a, a layover to going to. No, where were we going? We were going somewhere. Maybe Indonesia or flying back. No, we had a layover in China, and there was like a. That was mon- Indonesia. There was a typhoon or like a, a monsoon. monsoon, and and yeah. we, everyone was like so normal. We just flew right through. It was the worst. It was pretty scary. Yeah. You hate flying. We both hate flying. I hate flying so we're much. Terrible flyers. Tell them what I do. When we fly where we have to sit. Literally, I would love to sit in the very front, and I don't know why we ever do, because my dad likes to sit in the very, very, very back of the plane, because it, it's not, he's in the very, very back of the plane, and it doesn't recline, it's the bumpiest Sometimes part. Sometimes they do recline, though, Max. It's, wow. It's the bumpiest part of the plane, and 
And he, he's always like, it's the safest. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't can, can feel, I tell it you doesn't my, feel my, like it. Does. I already know what it is. It's like if you think Close the plane goes down, you think it goes down nose first. It's not even that. I have, I have a weird thing about sitting near the bathroom. And I feel like an, I hate, I don't wait in line to go to the bathroom. I get really, if I have to get up and go to the bathroom, it's going to be open. Um, now I know it's like to do a podcast. And I was like, I just want, this is going so good. I want no interruptions. So yeah, the back of the plane by the bathroom, I have a weird thing about it. I'm sorry. I've always forced you to do that. But you'll be 18 tomorrow. So when you can fly, you can pick your own seat. Okay. And you won't feel bad. But. We've had some bumpy flights. Colorado with me, you and Todd yeah. Morrison. We all thought we were gonna die. Yeah. Um. So somebody said, like, what are the what, what are the differences between our generations? Obviously, the, a lot of kids don't want to work really hard. They want to be famous on YouTube. There's like TikTokers and all this different generation of new careers, I guess. Because back in our day, even some people think, oh, musicians aren't a real job. So TikTokers and YouTube. What's is your that, question? That could be a career. Like the, the big major difference between our generations and like having to work for shit as a job as opposed to like just getting famous or going viral i don't really know any of my friends who actually really have a job mm -hmm. i really don't know that many people that actually have a job so many friends flip shoes yeah but i mean like job job but i mean it's more creative nowadays like my friend has his own shoe um company on instagram not company but he like sells he resells shoes yeah um but like no one i know actually works at like mcdonald's or like yeah Nothing like that nowadays. You Not can really make money off of YouTube and all that stuff. And people just hope everything's going to go well for them, honestly. And hope they're going to go viral as well, right? Well, that, but I don't know a lot of people that like that stuff. But, like, I know some people that just want to, like, expect that hope, hopefully something will go well. But but it's flipping shoes an actual job for kids that make actually real money. It's yeah. true, right? Yeah. And also YouTubing is actually real money, correct? Yeah. It's just doing silly jackass shit, kind of yeah. like that. Um, What's the difference? Uh, oh, so, Max, TikTokers. Okay, Max, there's another question. So... You're, you already answered the question, too, about being straight age and not, yeah. not trying things. This is something that you've realized at, at your age, around the people that have been around you, I guess, your age, all your friends, who you love, just like I grew up, people who weren't straight age as well. But you realize that you're pretty much a hyperactive kid who's high in life anyway and don't really need it, correct? Yeah. Is that your vibe? Yeah. Um, somebody said that they were there and witnessed when we were in New York and you were younger. Shout out to uh, Connor, old bus driver. He put a, he put a DM about... John Joseph teach you how to throw snowballs at cabs. I don't think I really ever ended up actually doing it, but <laughs> it was still pretty pretty crazy. I forgot what year it was. It was surreal. He's like, "Yo, watch this!" He threw it at the cab, and the cab would stop. He's like, "What's up?" That was you were just you were freaky. You were like, "What the fuck?" That, yeah. was, that was a pretty amazing moment. Yeah, I, I, awesome, I, I, great learning experience. I forgot Connor wasn't there. I love you, John. Um, something interesting you may not know about your dad is that I didn't have a license until I moved here, and my thirty-seven were you. 33. Damn. And your mom said, hey, if you don't get your license, you can't drive to when I have a baby. You can't be there when your son's born. So I busted my ass, failed the test a couple of times, and I ended up driving mama there. I drove her there like an old lady, but I got her to the hospital. She had the baby, which was you. But now you have your permit, and you've been driving a lot lately, and you're, really, I know, you're I, a really I, good driver. I slacked on that. I got it really late. Um, and now I can't get my license, and neither can any of my friends because of COVID, and you can't set up... You can't set up an appointment and you can't make any and you can't, all the ones that were already like reserved have been canceled, but I'm really planning on doing it as soon as I can because it'll make a lot of things easier if I do. Totally. Um, and then what was your, you remember your first drum set? Yes. It was a small, it was a small red one? Yeah, I can't tell you if, what, Matt Skiba. Skiba got the second one. There's a trio. Alkaline the first trio one, one was... Chad, wasn't Maybe. it? Maybe I'm not sure who got the first. Was that Chad who got the first drums when his yo? Yes or no? And then I the, think it was. And then I remember he played it and he and he broke the middle <laughs> symbol because he was way too big for it. And I was like crying. He was like elf on one of those chairs. Um, 
Yeah, the trio was the second one, right? Yeah, I think so. And what do you think it was your love and your connection to drums at such a young age? Uh, just took all the energy out of me, and I had a lot of energy. Yeah, still fun. I played just now for like an hour. Yeah, great drummer. Um, fun. It's just fun, and I like I don't know making noise. Who would be one of your uh most inspirational uh drummers you look up to? Like one of your faves, a couple of your faves. Mm-hmm. I know the answer, but you know what I mean. Oh, uh, like. Okay, Mackie. Mackie James, people listening, Bad Brains, Chromags, if you don't know, one of the greatest drummers. Yes, Hazen Street, correct. Um, Mackie's style is immaculate. It's just like, it's really insanely it's kinda good. Li- it's, it's aggressive in the pocket, but it's laid back. Yeah, he, he looks he's so chill. Yeah, it looks like he's just sitting um, there chilling. I mean... I know TB too. Yeah, Travis Barker, just his skill. I mean, mm-hmm. his skill is really insane. His speed and his his style is also pretty cool. And his finesse. Yeah, his finesse. His finesse. His flawless finesse. It's really, really good. Um, and uh, every day you're doing these things. Uh, they're called streaks. Can you explain to the listeners what streaks? Did someone are? ask that? I put that. It's my question. What's your question? Well, you're on Snapchat, so you do streaks. So you have a streak where you do a, a thousand days in a row of streaks. Like, keep, break down a streak to the listeners. I think how many years I think all streaks? of them know what a streak nah, is. Orphan Age is listening. I guarantee you. Ooh. So for all you people out there who don't know what a streak is, um, yeah. I would say a streak is just a number and amount of days that you have streaking like like um back to back days. You send a photo, so you f- send a photo at one p.m. one day, and the other person sends one, and you keep that one day streak, and you go for days and days and months and months and weeks, and then ye- some people have year streaks, some people have co- two year streaks, three year streaks, Jesus. and if you miss if you miss a photo in between twenty four hours. And one person sends a photo, but you don't send one back, or you send a photo and they send it back. In 24 hours after that 1 p.m., you lose the streak, and a streak is just like it starts to pop after four four days. So then after four days of sending consistent photos, like one or two wow. throughout the day, then you get that streak. It's like uh, four days, five days, six days, like that. And I used to have really long streaks, and then I stopped, and then I started again, and then I'm. What's still the longest playing. you had? I don't know, like. 650 i know people who wow. have who've had like over 900 though is it safe to say that you only communicate through um snapchat with friends you don't really text i have a group chat with all my friends on regular texts that was for use but i don't use anything else for text unless it's you or my mom and how often do you call friends on the actual phone and talk on the phone uh try to do it every single day yeah with a couple of friends and that's pretty cool some friends i only text on text there's only yeah. three of those and how, how how important is social media in your life as far as it's only unhealthy? Because, I but, love but it's, it. it. Unhealthy? Uh, it's too much. But it's but you but it's a it's a communication tool for you more than anything. It's not. It's not like I'm looking like oh my god I want to have his ten pack. But like it's more yeah. like I just like checking out, seeing what people are doing or or catching up. Especially since you're inside all the time, you can't actually socialize. So I'm on texting people, catching up and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, have you ever been in love? Yes. That's the <laughs> end of that question. Okay. We're done with that question. Okay. <laughs> if you have your heart broken, yes. Uh, Slipknot or fit for an autopsy? Ooh, they're both super dope, and I'm going to talk about that with you. <sighs> fit for an autopsy has opened my whole, like, literally the first metal band that I was ever introduced to. Metal, thrash metal, heart, like, like whatever, whatever you want to call. I would say that was the first, and that has to be the opening for me because. That was the metal band that turned me on to everything. Everything opened my eyes from that band on that day forth. I remember the exact day. 
Um, we were on tour. Tell, tell the story. Where were we? We're in Europe. It or was something, right? pouring rain. We had some festival, and we were back. We were on the back area. It was like a big festival, so it was like the. It wasn't one of the tents, but we were walking to one of the big stages, and we ran into Slayer played that day. Slayer played that day, and we ran into the singer of Fit for an Autopsy, mm-hmm. and you knew him through somehow or something and you guys got to talking and he's like, you guys should come check this out. Check out the band. And I got on stage and I, and my, I, we were just like, oh, we stayed a couple songs and like, you want to go back? I was like, no, I want to stay. And I just kept watching and I fell in love. He gave me a CD. I remember that. T-shirt. And I, I took that CD to my grandma's house um, <laughs> two, for two weeks. Um, I was there with my friend and her in Chicago and we, I flew there and I brought the CD with me and it's the only thing I played at our entire house, in the car, everything. And that really opened my eyes to a lot of things. So I have to say Fit for an Autopsy. Um, you would have never found Slipknot. But right now, I would have never found Slipknot, but I do love Slipknot to death. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say about that too is that like you were raised on punk rock, hip hop, blues, jazz, whatever we played. Everything but country. Yeah, yeah, what we played in this house. And I think it's really amazing that you found your own music and your own lane and don't move that second here and there. And like that day, you found fit, fit for not stop. It just so happens I knew Pat from back in the day from a Harker band called Terra Zone. So I want to give a big shout out to Fit for an Autopsy for one, opening your mind to that type of music. And also like, I, I fuck with it too. I know all the songs from hearing them so many times and like, I, I enjoy it. And I think they're a great band. And as well as Slipknot, we were, I took you to see him at Jimmy Kimmel. That it was, was incredible. So shout out to Jay Weinberg, who's actually in that group now. I'm happy for him. And yeah, Slipknot, amazing, amazing group. And you turned me on to that. So it's not like, it's cool. You're, t- you're turning me on to shit. That I would never really listen to. You know, I would never give Slipknot a time of day if it wasn't for you. You know what I mean? Well, that's nice. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's not. Like, I know it's not your type. It's not really yeah. my thing, but like, it's really cool that you found that and love that. Um, what are some of your goals and dreams since you're gonna be 18 tomorrow? Goals and dreams. I don't know. It's very out of reach right now. Yeah. And it's very very difficult to accomplish. And I'm sort of just pulling it out my ass because I really love it. It's my favorite thing in the world to do. Um, and I, I've had so many things I said, I wanted to be a scientist, I want to be a biologist <laughs> and that was down the gutter. I just, I don't know. I say I want to do a lot of things, but honestly, I'd love to do some stuff with surfing. I don't care if I teach kids in the future yeah. or something, but it's one of my favorite things of all time to do. And I'm trying to get good as much as I can I try to go every single day. It's just so difficult because school and it's, it's yeah. a hassle. But once I get my license, I'll be out there every single day doing it and doing it and doing it, practicing and training and everything like that. I want to do something with music. Yeah. And we definitely want to do something with modeling. You'll be doing you'll be doing modeling later, which is great. Maybe even acting. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. But anyway, but uh, something why, why like not? that. Why not? I can see I you doing know. that. So we, I know you're also a, a really amazing skater. And um, since your mom works at the barracks, you got, you skated, you skate there a lot. You feel like skateboarding helped you as far as becoming a, a great surfer? I think it, I think one helps each other out. Is it totally yeah? So it's different. like that. And when we used to snowboard all the time. Yeah. What's like the biggest difference between people listening for skateboarding and snowboarding? I'm skateboarding and uh, surfing. I'm sorry. I don't know. I would say surfing, skateboarding, and snowboarding. Wait, surfing, skateboarding, and snowboarding is sort of all the same. You use your feet. Snowboarding is a lot more like surfing, but skating also helps with balance, uh, yeah. maneuver to maneuverability. If that's a word. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It's sort of just all the same types of technique and rhythm and, and flow. Yeah. Feng shui. 
you know, we were watching a bunch of docs, you know, leading up to me really seeing you surf, really me trying to surf. There's like people talk always talk about the spiritual connection and being inside the water and all that. Do I just like, like to surf. But you don't feel like that now. You don't feel a connection in the water. Is this something peaceful? Is something? I mean, there? even if it's a bad day, I just like to be out there in the water. I wouldn't say I have like emotional connection to it maybe if i almost drowned out there and i was saved by a dolphin maybe i would have yeah. that again but i just like to surf to surf like i think it's fun i i can get competitive with myself with it i can t- t- tell myself yourself. yeah tell myself to do new things or i don't know I, I do like being out there even it's a really shitty day out i like to be out there to just swim and paddle and and be in the water especially when it's hot outside you just go in the water it's cold as balls and it's i just like being out there so maybe sort of in a way it's interesting because growing up for you you're always scared of the ocean i don't know yeah. how, i don't know to what age you were you hated going to the ocean then all of a I sudden going anything like, i was so scared and then one day you just fucking said fuck it and you went in and then not now you're surfing and i think it's incredible what's scary to me is when we go so early in the morning and you go out there when it's dark I, that That's would so fun that would trip me out are you surfing when this actually sun's going down Oh yeah, like have, when we used to do that at that secret spot. Yeah, mm. um, have you sit, had some close encounters with any dolphins out there coming close dolphins to you? Dolphins today when we went, there was um, like five big dolphins jumping in and out of the waves, like from the back of them through them. And it's sort of it's not dangerous, but if you go on a wave and they jump out and they hit you, like it'd be dangerous. But they're beautiful mammals. Yeah. are always out there. It's cool, right? Yeah. But if you see a seal, that means it might be sharks. Is that sea lion? That? Um. Sea lion, sorry. No. Um, What's the yeah, you see? so like if there's dolphins, lots of do- dolphins like to protect uh, humans. I don't know why it is, but they just do and it's just natural. And I don't think really sharks come around dolphins a lot. So when you see dolphins, you're good. But if you see sea lions a lot in the one spot, you're like, oh, that's food Yeah. for sharks and stuff. And I know peeing and um, bleeding inside, like in the water, uh, attracts sharks because in your pee, there's plasma. And it attracts attracts them. Interesting. And same with blood. You have to shit your pants out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you just hold it because you're gonna get out and yeah. take it off and put it back on. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. You can pee in it, but what's the what's the status of Ren since they're on the lockdown and stuff? You guys are playing lots of shows. You guys record a song with Tim Armstrong. You're making demos. Um, do you see yourself wanting to play music in the future, like touring and being the band that tours as well? Yeah. Not ju- not saying it has to be Ren, but a band. No, I'm just saying Ren's on high, like just a little yeah. hiatus because we're all, you know, we're we're still in high school and we're all like focused yeah. on graduating, getting into colleges. So we're all just taking like obviously because of COVID too, it was some very strict out there. Yeah. Um, but r- music, of course, of course, I want to do music still. Yeah. My whole life, I don't know what I want to do with it, but definitely you, you love playing drums, love doing music, correct? Yeah, I do. Um, and then also, um. Somebody's question was, did we grow up in any religion? We didn't grow up in any religion in this nah. house. We never went to that kind of stuff and didn't raise you that way. And then boxing. You know, we have a boxing gym in the garage. Like, you started yeah. getting into boxing hard right before the lockdown came. You go in the fortune A couple gym. months before, actually. So it's probably been over a year now. Jason, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jose Navarro. Yes. Was teaching you, shout you out. And Chris Urbain set that up at uh, Fortune Gym on Meros. And Max was really loving the boxing, getting inspired by Kingdom. And, uh, and I was like, now, now we can't do that. We must do something about it. So we put it on the gym. Yeah. So you still love boxing. You love yeah, that I do too. that almost every day as much as I can. And what do you miss skating? Cause you haven't skated that much. You're missing that. Yeah, I do miss skating. I just don't miss how the injuries you get every single time you yeah. hurt your ankle. You're always sore afterward. Yeah. But I do. And I still got on that ground. I got on the other day, did a tray flip first try. I got my shit. What's back. one of your favorite tricks? That was one of the questions. Mm, tray flips. These yes trays. <laughs> um what um 
nolly okay inward heel sometimes i can do those no wait yeah yeah nolly inward no nolly backside heels those are easier okay um front side flips those are steezy i love those those okay. are so fun <laughs> yeah um and just so you know i'll put i'll put on recording that like obviously my mom people know my mom kicked me out with 17 you're gonna be 18 tomorrow and you have the rest of your life to be on your own. Are you kicking me out? No, never. I'm out. No, no. To get to get, figure out your life and get your first job and start driving all that stuff. There's no hurry to get into the. You have the rest of your life to be in the world, and you can take all the time you want to figure out your life and still be here because we love having you here. And I'm just gonna keep it emo with you right now. I'm not gonna look at you and I'll get emo. And so Max, let's bring it to emo. We both have this connection with Coldplay. We've seen Coldplay many Skip times. Skip this question. No, man. We've seen Coldplay many, many times. We have a bonding song, Charlie Brown. Every time I play Coldplay, Max, like shut that shit off. It makes me emotional. And I'm sorry. No, it makes you emotional. But, but it makes you emotional as well. And I don't know how to deal with emotional uh, adults. I can't. This is your one thing, your pet peeve, kind of. I don't know how to deal with um, adults who cry. At so Coldplay. when you see me crying during movies, it makes you feel uncomfortable. You, mama, my yeah. grandma, all grandmas uncles is that anyone over the age of 18 i don't know what to is do that because them. you're a cold-hearted bastard yes <laughs> but you love coldplay yeah they're pretty good so i just don't like listening to sad stuff like that the cure all that but you like the bands yeah i like the bands i like listening to them i just i don't know how to listen to sad music it's just weird so yeah, for the rest of your life when you hear these songs no matter if i'm on this planet or Skip. not I'm just kidding. when you hear coldplay it's gonna it's gonna be a memory yeah i love that um yeah, I was gonna say you have any pressure to be a musician. There's no pressure. No pressure no. to anything in this house. He's just forcing me, guys. Help! No, no, just to do what you want to do and have fun with you doing. Um, about skating, it's the same thing. Favorite tricks? Um, actually, about surfing. Oh yeah, what's the question? Do do you, uh, do you get allowance? Yeah, we're not gonna say the number. You get allowance. Yes. Do you have to do chores, Max? You have some chores you have to do. Should, should, I, should I say yes? <laughs> Take out the trash. It's interesting when Max wants something, he'll be like, "What do you want to do? Clean, what do you want to do?" And then he has to do his chores to get something done. That's pretty every much other day. Max, you ever you ever bedtime curfew? No, I'm almost eighteen. What are you talking about? <laughs> I used to have when I was like, when I'm five, I want to have a bedtime at twelve o'clock, and they're like, "No." Yeah, is that all of them? Uh, I'll get some more in my mind too. Okay. Let's, let's, so we'll do a quick flashback on your life. Eighteen years, eighteen years on this planet, California kid. Where else could you see yourself living? You think? What are the places do you love? Nowhere. I, you I, wanna, love I will always live with where somewhere where there is an, uh, a coast or a beach or anything that I can surf. And I know you're like, oh, you only been, I only been surfing over a year and a half. But waves. I know forever that I will always live on with surfing. I do not care how old I am. I see people out there who are like 70 still ripping. You have any surf goals? I definitely live definitely in new york once in my life one time i don't care if i live in a shack as i know it's expensive i want to <laughs> live in california the rest of my life if i ever have money i want to have a house in or like a little apartment in new york yeah belly um somewhere i want to live somewhere else that has really good ocean i know new york has really good ocean um but i definitely want to live in cali the rest of my life i don't know if it's me in la but nowhere inland and nowhere too far down south. Maybe San Diego. San Diego? Maybe, but no too far up north either. What is, Max, what are some of your favorite movies? I know that we can say Borat, Elf. What are some of your favorite movies, like Top? Mm, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, <clears throat> I Goodfellas. Would, <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High is yeah. fire. Goodfellas is great. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean will always be a classic that I grew up watching with you my Kevin. friend. Yeah. Yep. Um... What else? How about Elf? Elf's a bad I mean, Elf's a great one, but Step Brothers. Why you I you asked me the question. <laughs> Go ahead. Step Brothers is a good one. Um Oh, 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 what's the one? What's the one? Um oh Bad Santa's hilarious. Great. 
Hilarious. Oh, 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 dirt. Motley Crew. Yeah, you love I that. I watched that movie over 25 times. Yeah, I swear, did. I was you such became, a good movie. You became a crew fan from that, pretty much. Yeah. That's amazing. What about what Cornball? About, what about favorite food? I know mm. you love pizza. Pizza's great, but that's so basic. I mean, if I have to be specific, I'll never, ever, ever uh, get old with eating the... Um, California Club Sandwich at uh, M Cafe. Banging. So fire. Yeah. I'll never end that what one. What about how you eat pasta with no sauce on it? That's pretty interesting. Dry pasta? Yeah, why that, where'd, that, where'd that come it's from? It's good. I don't like sauce. Yeah, this it gives me eats, acid reflex. It's pasta with no sauce on it. What about music besides like Death Metal Heart? I know you love hip hop. I mean, I know listen to a lot of shit. classical jazz recently. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, since Derek Sepultura has turned me on to some experimental... Uh, math kind of music like different kinds of metal or also listening to a lot of um uh like old school hip-hop yeah from you recently Nas, Mob deep yeah biggie yeah um tribe what about like what about some like newer hip-hop i know you like the mumble stuff i don't listen to a lot of new hip-hop anymore unless it's like but you right, that's true a little yachty little uzi triple extension a little 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 yeah. You love uh, Little Pump. You fucked with Little Pump hard. I loved him in 10th grade. What, <laughs> what about some other people, other hip hop you listen to? Mm. Um, nerd. Yeah, you love Nerd. For real. Yeah, that, he's great. Super talented. So far. But the thing about it is, people always ask, like, does does Max like punk? Like, what, they really don't fuck with punk, rock, or hardcore. It's, it's like weird. one of the only ones that, that in country I don't really listen to. I don't. I don't mean, how do you play Mad Ball? Unless it's Mad Ball, Hazen Street. Chromags, yeah, um, but yeah, that's all you fuck with, really. It's interesting. Like you've heard the Ramones a million times. You heard all this stuff. You like Clash? You fuck with? Oh, okay. Well, then you get into like that kind of rock ish, but sort of like so you get you get like Buzzcocks. Then you can do. I listen to some Sex Pistols, not much though. Um, Clash, um, Susie and the Banshees is not punk rock, but it's like sort of early rock. And then you got like, uh, Joan Jett, um, stuff like that. Craftwork, you fuck with? Yeah, crap for you, sorry. We have some other shit. Echo and the Bunny Man I listen to sometimes. Okay. Um, and, and then when I like really that you've been getting me into more that I never fucked with is like Zeppelin and the oh, Kinks yeah. and all this shit you've been listening the to. Kings, like, the Kings, Zeppelin, the Smiths. Yeah. But you Big fuck, Mouth Strikes Again. <laughs> you, fuck with, uh, you fuck with Zeppelin hard though. Yeah, I love Zeppelin. It seems a lot ACDC. Later, ACDC you fuck with. Like a lot of the shit I wasn't listening to as a kid it was like Q-Rock. But, but Guns N' Roses are not really Guns N' Roses. Sometimes, yeah. How about some Sabbath? Fuck with Sabbath? Yeah, of course. Um, and it's that more metally now, then. And that would say some of your main influences, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. What about Eminem is like one of your top, correct? Eminem's the best. You think he's one of the best? Yeah. If you had to do a top he's five. He's the best to ever do it, dude. Do would, you remember that song, would you Greatest? To, if you had to do a top five hip-hop, what would you do? Oh, I don't know. Eminem's definitely up there. Jay-Z. I don't listen to a lot, but I know he's the he's fucking, he's the GOAT. Yeah. Kanye, I have to say, he's got so many bangers. Mm-hmm. That's part of your generation for sure. Yeah. Um, what about like some more hip hop? What about like some more? What are some tattoo ideas you have? Let's not give away the big ones, but is there stuff you would get like a surfboard? You think that's kind of weird? Surfing right? in a couple years, if it's still like a huge impact on my life. But like, I also think all the surf, surfing types of community, like um, tattoos are sort of kooky or just like, I don't, I don't know. They're Cringe. just sort of corny. Yeah. Like the little wave on my ankle. Like, wow. Yeah. Not really. I don't really enjoy. I think it's sort of just like, 
oh, I'm a part of the ocean. Like, look at me with my wave. Like, I don't yeah. really like that. Do you want to um, have sleeves? No. Not at all? Probably not. That's remember, not I have good skin. I have a beautiful body. I don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just feel like once you get one, you're going to get that buzz, that, that bug. You know what I mean? I really mean? hope not. You do? There's a surprise for all of you tomorrow. Tomorrow, your birthday tat. Oh, my God. Who's doing tattoo tomorrow? Dan Smith. It's going down tomorrow, man. Your first tattoo. It's kind of scary. It's kind of interesting. I'm scared. It's going to hurt. I, th- I think you could sit. Th- I think you make it through, man. It's like a bad sunburn, depending what kind you get and where you get it. Mm, I've had a lot I, of those. Are you super nervous about it? Yeah, I'm scared. It's going to hurt. Because um, I'm not going to tell you where I'm getting it either, but it's going to hurt where I'm getting it. I, I know we talked today about doing like a matching tattoo for you and your mom. It'd be interesting what we should get or something. I would say I get the year of my birthday on me and you get the day and my mom, she gets the month. I don't know why. That's kind of cool. One twenty six. Oh, three. Wow. Took you that long to remember my birthday? No, I have it tattooed on me, so I fucking remember. Where would uh, you get it? You literally have no space. I know. I have to try to figure out. The tip of your finger. I, can, I, can, I would do that somewhere, though. We should do it all on our, under our eyes. No. It's interesting <laughs> how your generation all like get the, all the face tats first. And that's like a total normal thing now, right, Max? You think? Mm, not totally normal, but yeah. When's, when's the last time you shaved that mustache? Wow. I don't even have one. It's sort of like peach fuzz. I always told Max I'm a Bobby spot. Like Max is like I, when he was a couple of years ago. I was like I have no hair in my armpit. I'm like, listen, I didn't get hair in my armpit until I was 17. I was embarrassed changing in my clothes. And I have armpit hair now. I know, I know, I know. All seven, seven of them are very happy <laughs> down there. And Max, you didn't have eyebrows for mad years too. I know. When did when did the eyebrows finally come in, Moon? You remember, babe? Eighth grade, you finally got eyebrows. Hey, that's cat. And then and and your mother sometimes would draw divine ones on your face. <laughs> Oh, let's let's get real. Let's She'd send me to school and preschool with drawn-on eyebrows, and I look like horrific. Yo, I remember this was like the lowest point of my life. We had a white, <laughs> we, had, we had a fucking off-white PT Cruiser with dents in it, and I I went on tour and I came back, and my wife, probably losing her mind, raising her kid while I was on tour and working, let Max draw SpongeBob characters all over the car. Little did he know it was permanent, permanent on accident. Permanent all over the car. And when you pulled up to the school, everybody thought it was so, oh my God, it's so cool that your son, he's so creative, let him be, let him be himself and draw on the car and like a whole bunch of other My parents. dad would cover his face when he had to drive me to school. He'd be like, that's not my kid. <laughs> and a whole bunch of people would like, why'd you do that to Moon? Like, now our kids are going to want to do that as well. It was so sad, Max. We used to drop you at school and you used to always cry. It was this weird thing. You were so young. And I think, Everyone didn't want to go to school. But but also what it stemmed was- I is, still cry when I have to go to school. But what it stemmed from was- you know, we, we forgot to tell Max that like daylight savings and all that shit. And so when the sun started going down like four o'clock in the winter, you know, we would st- you'd be on tour and my mom was like, I'm going to pick you up it'd right be, after it'd, school. It'd be the right time, but it'd be pitch black. Nah, bro. She forgot about no, me. No, no, no. And she thought it was, and you thought it was like way later than it was. And then from that, I think we totally scarred you for life, Max, you think? Because after that, you were I had totally- abandonment issues because of you guys. No. Um, we drink it some liquid death now and a couple of weeks ago- there was a couple in the refrigerator in the, in the garage, and they, they kind of exploded. And I showed them to you. I was like, Max, check out these uh, cans. They were, they were frozen. Oh, you're going to say this story now. They were frozen with ice, and they were sort of exploded inside of them. Had like, you know, it's like fine tin, and it was like little slits on the side, like maybe like three inches, four inches long. Um, And I wasn't even expecting it, but I was like, wow, it's filled with ice, and I'm going to throw it on the floor, and it's going to explode, and it's going to spray everywhere. Wow, it's so cool. I'm 17. I'm crazy. So I did it with the first two of them, and it actually exploded. I was like, well, that's awesome. Oh, it awesome. did? The first ones did? Yeah. And then the third one had a really big slice down the middle. I was like, wow, I'm going to do this one. I'm not going to cut myself. And I threw it in our alley. 
And right as I threw it, it just sliced my finger pretty clean, maybe like a good inch, but it was like curved a little bit. And I was like, ow, that hurt. It felt like a paper cut. And then I turned my finger over and I looked and I bent it a little bit and I started screaming and crying. I was Bloody like, murder. Ah, what the? I saw inside everything. I saw the fat, the tissue. Like that was nasty. Even my dad was like, I can't look at it. Yeah, blood was squirting up. everywhere. It was fucking it was gnarly. nasty. And even when we went to the, we went to the urgent care. I was like, I'm going to get COVID. I'm going to get COVID. I swear. And um, we get there and the, we had three masks on the dude, Michael, our, our, our dude who was, he was, was a like, nurse. Thank you. Yeah. Michael. And he was like, wow, that's pretty bad. I was like, oh, thanks. It makes me feel really good. And then he's like, and I was like, oh, is it going to hurt? And I remember when I, we were there for three hours and apparently my mom and I don't accept into our body lidocaine. So numbing doesn't really work. Like Novocaine, Novocaine does in my mouth, but lidocaine doesn't. And so it took them an hour to try to numb my finger, but it didn't really work. So I felt the last three stitches going in and out. And like with the, the string, it was the worst feeling. It was the worst feeling I've ever had. And it was sucked. It was two days, three days right into my my uh my winter break yeah and there was a huge winter swell for two Bro. and a half weeks that entire break and it just ruined i wasn't able to work out play drums box surf anything like that and i couldn't even shower for the first three days it was horrible that was pretty scary man i'm just going to the er we're like oh my god no covid and we went there masked up and we, we went in a totally different section that wasn't covid patients we went to like doesn't matter pe- people bleeding and all it's that weird. shit max have you ever been embarrassed by your parents like me being heavily tattooed, your mom having different color hair, rolling to school in the big gulps, dressed kind of wild. Like, honestly, we ever, like, yo, my parents. There's only one thing mama has ever done that has ever embarrassed me. And it's not, she even meant to do it on purpose. She, she tried to, I was with my friend Daniel and we were at the Grove and in the middle of the Grove, if any of the listeners have ever been there, it's in LA, like there's a middle section and there's like a driveway that goes through the, in, through it and that's where you get dropped off at ubers and stuff it's right in the dead center and she dropped us off around the corner and and we walked through and she met us in the middle and she was had a face mask on and she was in her pjs and it was a busy you mean like saturday a, like a face mask yeah no. like a face mask like this was like a, over a year ago and she had like one of those like a skin mask yeah, yeah skincare yeah. mask or whatever and she looked like crazy and she had her PJs on, and it was like midday Saturday. Everyone's out, you know. You got all the homies around, and me and Daniel walking through. And, it's, and there's a stoplight. They're like, "Oh, here comes the cars." She rolls down the window, blasting me. And she's like, "That's my son. That's my son. Oh my god!" Ah, screaming. Everyone's looking at me. I was like, I started pointing at my friend. I was like, "Oh, that's that's her <laughs> son. What a crazy lady. We're we'll getting her there." I was so embarrassed. So that's only time you're the only time I've ever been embarrassed. But she was trying to do it too. She's like, "I have to." you once at least but besides that like just the way we look the way we roll like no. what i do for a living all that shit you i always tell you to wear shorts so everyone can see your tats yeah i mean yeah no so it's so it's not it's not it's not a big deal for you right max just like having us no be the way of parents no you were never embarrassed like i oh, stay outside or nope i love that do you feel do you feel pressure do you feel any pressure from us uh besides only pre- i feel the only pressure we give you is to always be yourself Always be caring, always be thoughtful, always be respectful. But anything, do you feel any pressure that I'm a musician and you feel like you have to be a musician or something like that or no? It's no. Not, it's not like that. No. And you feel no pressure from us like, you can't eat meat. You have to, you can't eat cheese. You have to be straight. Hey, if I wanted to eat meat, I'd eat it right now, but I really don't want to. No, I know. And you went to the pig vigils with me. You've been to a lot of shit. You've seen where it comes from, all that stuff. 
So it's not really like we've always been lead by example type family, not like let's just raise him to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel like that's probably why it worked? Yeah, yeah. It was never enforced as like, hey, like recently, it's not like we want you. Obviously, it's not like if you want to eat a steak, you can do it. You don't say it, but obviously you're not going to stop me. And it's like, I like you're not like go out and smoke weed. It's like, hey, if you ever did it, that's you. I would I wouldn't be sad. I probably I wouldn't be disappointed. I'd probably be disappointed. Be sad, but I wouldn't be mad at you. <laughs> but like you do, you are not going to force me. But like, I don't really, really want to so i don't really care so and, and and do you think you credit that do we have i this, need the last brain cells i have i mean we do have these discussions a lot max that we have a really open communication in this house max me your mama from day one like max like just like if anybody's fucking with you if anything's on your mind everything you want to speak it's you've always felt never afraid to tell us anything I and i feel like that's that's super important the open communication because I feel like we're going to have that for the rest of your life just talk about it because there are some friends we don't have to say their names but there's people you know that probably hate their parents don't yeah. don't tell the parents shit lie and their parents don't trust them so that's why like fuck it they don't trust me I'm just going to lie to them anyway but when we know when you go out we know Max is safe we know where Max is going and I yeah. think that's really important I think that's something that is special that we have Yeah. would you say that you agree with that? yeah I mean I don't yeah there's no need for me I, if I'm going when COVID wasn't here, I was like, I'm going to party. Like I'm out and like, no, okay. I'm worried at all. I have, have no fun. worries. Be yeah. safe. What, what, do you think, you think it's your, your Nana, uh, Nana's fault that you drink coffee? Probably. She used to make some really good coffee. And you used to smell it. You were a baby. You know, it's like, Oh I my had God. Three coffees yesterday and two big ones today. Like I have a problem. I mean, you kind of inspired me to, to try it, but like, I feel like she's the first one to get a sip of it. And you were younger. Yeah. I and mean, we never told you. And you love it, right? You never told me. No, you do it when I was like, Zero. I'm just kidding. When I was young, though, I would have sips of it. It was really good. And she was like, don't tell your parents I give you coffee? Oh, she didn't like you jumping around and shitting yourself? She had one sip. I just always love the taste of it. And I want to apologize to you, too, because I know you have like a thing that I had in school where it's hard to focus on a lot of things. It's hard to get distractions. Your mind's always spinning. I feel like that's something was my one of my part of my genes to where like it's hard for you to like focus on shit. It's not OCD or ADD. It's just like it's hard for you to focus. So I feel like it's called you, ADHD. Well, well yeah, I have, I'm hyperactive, but you haven't been diagnosed. So listen to me, because that people get offended when you say that you don't have it. It's a thing. So listen, my my point to you is that when you when you focus on shit that you love and really want to do, you crush it. And that was the same thing I was True. in school. The stuff I was like, oh fuck this, I don't want. Most do things this. I do are hyperactive. Think about it: boxing, surfing, and that all takes energy out of you. Uh, playing the drums. Um, like Muay Thai, kickboxing, everything like that, it all takes anything out of you. I don't think one thing that's chill, like drawing or sitting and reading a book. Like, and you were never a video game kid sitting still playing video because you no. never had any of that shit. I had an Xbox and I couldn't even play because I couldn't sit still for that long and do it. And you got that way later on. Like you, I had to get one because I'm... Did you feel like you had to get one because all your friends No, I just... I, I remember I was kept going to my friend's house. I kept playing. I was like, this is awesome. And we actually... <clears throat> we sold that <clears throat> right before COVID. And that would have been perfect to have yeah. during this whole lockdown because that would have been so fun. But I would have been a couch potato. Totally. And I know you don't feel pressure from your parents alone. Do you feel pressure, ever felt pressure in school to like, hey, try this joint. Hey, drink this beer. Hey, no. You never felt that ever? It only took a couple of weeks and all my friends were like, oh, it's Max. He's he's good. He doesn't want your puff or jewel or yeah or joint or so bump. The, so, so not to keep comparing us to each other, but I have to. That's how I was in school where people were like, oh, he's a skater. He's hyperactive. He breakdance. He doesn't do that shit. He's the homie. That's just who he is. He doesn't need that shit. And you feel like you got the same respect once I knew yeah. that that's who you were. You know what I mean? Right? 
Yeah. And you, have you ha- ever had situations where you worried about your friends and their partying or like mm. it could really affect your lives? Well, most of my friends are smart, so not really. I mean, sometimes. You never oh, worry Sometimes, about that? maybe with alcohol, not nothing really else. I mean, like there's other drugs, but like I'd say alcohol was the most worrisome, even for like my my girlfriends like that were out and getting home or even yeah. some of my dude friends that were so intoxicated they probably wouldn't remember it like that worries me but like not really is that is pills and jewels the a big thing in school at this point pills and jewels those are two opposites what are you talking about no are they both you mean puffs or what are you talking about i don't about? fucking know the lingo uh, what is that like the big thing in school at this at this was at this moment before like the lockdown everything every time every, ever since they came out they were, and I don't know why the ads were like, it tastes like strawberry. It's like, that's directed towards adults. No, it's not. Yeah. Like, like all these flavors. Yeah. Like, that's not directed towards adults. Like, targeted kids, and it, they, kids bought them because they were colorful and cool looking. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's only $10. And then I know people spent thousands of dollars on those things. And, and, the, and, the, kids, and the kids are doing that shit over in time. Huh? The kids are doing that in school. Classrooms. Teachers just are so oblivious to everything, and and some of them are just not and just don't care. Honestly, and kid, I know teachers that have like seen it and don't care. And you would tell me kids were doing hand poke tattoos in the classroom. Yeah, in the back of the classroom. Yeah, and that's like totally normal. Nobody that's knows cool. I want one. No, you don't. You can get tattooed anywhere in the world. You can tattoo tomorrow from Dan Smith. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's get, let's get to now the pandemic, which you're living through pandemic first time we all are and now you're being homes now you're doing homeschool on a computer but you're a senior now and you're going to graduate it's so I, easy but it's so easy but i feel bad because you didn't you didn't get to go to school and do your senior senior pranks and you said you want to go and just be a be that senior and be like oh, this is my last year that's something yeah is that something an amazing experience you, you're not going to have now yeah it does suck it really does but um, I mean, you went to school with your mask and you went to the you <laughs> went to a trailer and you took your senior photo that was kind of odd too you know it was really weird i mean like now I'm living through it. Now I can literally use my phone at the beach while I'm surfing for first period and then in be in on the time in class, in PE class, which is what I have for first period. Mm-hmm. And I'm not missing anything. I'm actually being physically active. Yeah. And then I get back. and Does I surfing I count nothing. for PE points? No, but if I tell my teacher, hey, I'm sorry I wasn't here. I was surfing. They're like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah, dude, no one cares anymore. And it's sort of sad because it's like. You think, you think that you think that affects affected your grades grades Gra- grades? You think that affected your grades this pandemic? Uh, I'm gonna try to talk about what your grades are. I'm just saying like yeah. You think it's more distracting doing it from home? Yeah, I've, that's why you always wanted me to get into homeschooling. I probably was never able to do that ever ever. So now we realize that wouldn't have been the right thing for you. Definitely not. I knew it all along. But the, but kids are on their phones in school. They're also distracted there. But there's no teacher. Yeah, but teaching. the teachers really see, and you're forced to go there and actually learn every day. You got a specific amount of hours. Literally start school at nine, and I end at twelve thirty. Like, come on, man. What is that? I used to start at eight yeah. o'clock and end at like three thirty. Like that was. And you actually were like forced to go there. And like, I know it sounds stupid. You're forced to go to school. It's like, I mean, honestly, like it felt good to be forced to go somewhere and actually do stuff throughout the day. These days going by so fast, especially with the sun going on early, it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, you used to, yeah, I used to have a hard time focusing as well, but I, I definitely see the difference from you being home and now you're not going to get that senior experience. What about graduation? What do you think they would do for that? A lot of them are actually talking about actually doing a graduation because of vaccine or whatever. But so you actually go there and do that? Maybe, maybe with masks. I don't know. I really, I don't, I don't really want. To, I don't really want to do it with masks. I want to be able to see everyone, I hug everyone, and you know. But hey, did, did you hate school? No. Now it makes me realize I really did like it. I've seen my friends. I like going to the bathroom and just chilling in the bathroom for five minutes, and then coming back and seeing my teachers and talking to teachers and going to hang out with my friends during lunch and nutrition and. 
It was re I really took that for granted, and that's what I miss now, most of it. You said like a really amazing adult thing to me and Mama, which was like, Max was in Larchmont Charter, which was an incredible school. I got him in there. Uh, it was a lottery. We raised money for that school. It was very sheltered, though. It was like you get driven to the school every day. It's like this little bubble. It's, it was a great beginning for Max, but I remember Max told my wife after eighth grade, he's like, you know what? I want to go to school with his bullies and lockers. And Max tried out, and he got. He got I got neither of those really. I didn't get. Yeah. I never got a locker at my whole high school Damn. year. I never got one. We should and get you one. Never really got. I never really got bullied. Which, yeah. So I mean, and you end up going to Hamilton High. Yeah. Home of the interrupt. Home, home of the interrupters. Brothers from there. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle and a bunch of amazing artists came from there. Yeah. And you, you tried out. You got into the uh, music program, and they yeah. had Adidas Sound Lab. Your band was signed to the school label. Your, your manager was from the school. Yeah. Shout him out, and um. It was it's, it was a great it's a great fucking school man. Yeah, it was a it was great really school. Fun. And it's a, it's a it's a really really big school. Quiet Moon please. It was a really really big really big campus too for you to do that. And big. I thought that was really adult mature of you to say hey, I want to go to like a real school that have the that have these things, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, I was scared for sure, but then you start like taking a, a scooter there and skating there and getting there on your own and I don't know, I just feel like you're blossoming in there and what, what, what do you think the hardest grades was it ninth and 10th was it rough at first or no? 10th was the hardest year for me cuz that's when I met my group of friends and like I was talking no about more distracted. Like, that's the reason I messed up and everything. Like, no, you messed up because you were always with us, though. That's your problem. But I was like, that was that was the hardest year for me because ninth grade easy. I was kept to myself. I had one friend, and I really didn't. I really kept myself, and I really didn't do much. Tenth grade is when I really met. I met Ren. You blossomed. Tenth grade. Tell I him met, that story since that, that podcast never came out. Tenth grade, I met Rend. Um, Tell him the how. band. Hold on. I met Rend. I met all of my friends. I um, I met Run the Band through English class. Nick Munoz, the singer of Rend, I was in class and I was like just doing my own thing, playing drums really fast, air drumming. Middle of English class, was not having it with school, listening to like some heavy, heavy death metal, and I was just you know going crazy, going wild. And he comes up to me after class, and he runs up to me. And after class, he's like, hey, man, like, I see you playing air drums. Like, I, I, I'm the, you know, I'm the singer of a band and I was looking for a drummer. If you want to come try out um, this um, this Saturday over here, you know, give me the address or whatever. I was like, cool. Like, who the hell is this guy? And I went there. They were so professional, knew everything they were doing. And then Anthony Rosales, the um, guitar player of Ren, he came up, you know, a little bit older looking fellow. I was like, whoa, who's this guy? Why does he look 20, you know? And I was like, wow, like this is professional. I get in there like, you know, Led Zeppelin, you know, Slayer, you know, all this. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, he tool songs, you know, you know, all this Metallica. I was like, oh my God, these guys are professional. So I have to get on my, you know, my shit. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then they're like, you know any bass players? I was like, yeah. So this kid that I used to play soccer with for my whole life since I was what, like seven or something. I was like, I know he goes to Hamilton. He plays bass. He loves metal, loves hard rock. And I was like, bring this kid. And we, and we all clicked. We became best friends and then introduced us to all their friends. And then now we're all best friends. We FaceTime every single day. We got a group chat, hang out as much as we can. Not during now, but we used to for every single day. Every single day would we hang out after school, be during school, um, weekends, breaks, everything. And that really led me to... 10th grade being a really shitty year for my grades. 11th grade did good because I um, 
my mom was like, if you get good grades this year, I'm going to buy you a car. And I was like, wow, I got great grades, best grades ever. And then quarantine it and you'd be like, wow, it's going to be so easy. But for me, it was so hard to focus and I didn't do as great. But this semester, last semester, I'm going to end it strong with always. That'd be so tight. I love that. That's my cat what, 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 what kind of car did you get? I got a 2005, I believe, uh, X5 BMW. Fire. First car. It's, it's a good first car. Yeah, it's it's older, and you, you know I can bump it around a lot. Hit other cars. It's okay. So were you the spazzy kid in class, like playing drums on the on your seat all the time, or? Yeah. Even since I was in third grade, teacher Candace would be like, "Hey, Max, stop that! Stop, stop tapping everything!" And I was like, "Total Sorry. drummer," and that's how they saw you in the classroom. Did they check you like, "Yo, what kind of music do you like?" You heard of this band? You heard of this? But they started checking you only when we were playing. But you know this, you know this, you know this. I was like, but oh, I no. feel like, I feel like they opened your mind to so much other shit you weren't listening to before. Cause you would come home and say, "Dad, you heard of this band?" I'm like, "Yeah, Tool, this band, that band." I'm like, "The Sugar or Slip, this, all these bands like that I knew, but you you weren't really fucking with." Yeah. So I think there, there was such a great thing for you. And vice versa, you you taught them about hardcore. We took Anthony Gozi Chromags. They checked out hard. Remember Max? Like you were both like schooling each other on like yeah, different genres of music, fun. right? So I mean, I hope for the future that Ren's really gonna do something in the future. Cause I love the band. I think they're super original. People love them. I like the quicksand vibe to them. People that heard like the breakdowns. This is songwriting is very mature. Yeah, did, thank did you, you. Did you learn a lot from me? Yeah, I learned so much. In that band? So much. And then Todd Morse produced one of your songs. So he's going yes. to try to record in the studio. Then Tim Armstrong did as well. Got to learn like just recording yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah, so no graduation. This is it. Pandemic. How has that affected your relationships as far as like your friends? Um... Not anyone specific. I mean, there is people in specific. I'm not going to name them, but like, I really saw who my true friends were, mm. like who I really don't need in my life, who I really don't care to have in my life, who I really, really don't care to have in my life. Like, I really just, I mean, so you lost kinda, a lot of friends, but I really don't care. So you kind of trim the fat off your life as far as friends yeah. concerned. Yeah. And what is something that it taught you? Made new relationships. That, that's with the main people. thing it taught you, I guess. Who your yeah. friends were. Yeah. I don't um, know anything else. Just hate being and, and you take that as a po- that's a positive that you got from this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, we we never did the garage project together. There's a lot of good things that came out of this, in my opinion. S- surfing, I would not have been surfing this much. I would never would have gotten this. I would good. not have stood on the board in my life. I would have never even tried surfing. Wasn't I wouldn't have pandemic. gotten straight and kept boxing. You had a gym back there. The garage is the biggest game changer of the lockdown for yeah. us. Yeah, but surfing too. Your surfing skills are incredible. I'm super impressed. I even stood up a couple of times. I enjoyed going to the ocean. You, it's fun. I lived here for 19 years and I never really fucked with the ocean. And now because of you inspired me to come watch you, then I'm like, I'll get in the water. And then I became trying. It was during summer there. Well, I, everything. I'm still, still going to the ocean. But like you, yeah. you inspired me for that. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, well, Max, I think we covered a lot of the questions. Um, I'm really proud of you. I'm honored to call you my son. You're. I'm really happy with how you turned out. And tomorrow you turn 18 and you're becoming quote unquote man, as they say. And uh, I have no worries and no fears in my mind how your life's going to turn out. I'm excited to try to stay as healthy as possible, be on this planet as long, long as possible, to watch you blossom and grow into a man, start your own family, have a career. All I'm, I'm excited to do that, and um, I'm just proud of you. Thank you. I love you, Pops. I love you, too. And um, So, yeah, so this is an early happy birthday. And tomorrow's the big day, and I can't wait till the world sees your tattoo. I can't wait till I see. I'm not really sure what I you're getting. I can't wait till I see it. You've been really mysterious about it, like you're saying hints, hints here and there. I don't know if you're working secretly with Dan Smith, but it's mm. gonna hurt. You have any questions about getting tattooed at all, like fear or anything? Like no, that? I've always asked those questions when I was like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You always like, talked about getting a dead bird too, but that's on my super face. Random. Yeah, 
Maybe so that's yeah. what I'm getting. You'll never know. No, so it's going to hurt. It's going to feel like a, a sunburn. And, uh, yeah, man, I think that... How long will we be out of the game for surfing? Tell me, coach. Uh, fuck, man. At least a week out of surfing. Fuck. And it sucks because I, I've, I've, I've turned into a coloring book, so it's really... I can't say, don't get this many tats. I can't say shit. Um, but what I can say is it's going to hurt, and it's forever. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be painful. Mm. So make sure whatever you want. I, I have some cover-ups on my body because there was some silly ones, but... All in all, it's, it, uh, tattoos to me is a journey. It's just markings of my journey through this life. You know what I mean? It's how I express myself. Yeah. But yeah, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm excited for you. And um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, thanks for being the podcast, man. Thanks, man. And, uh, I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. And uh, happy birthday tomorrow. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Thanks, man. Thank Max. you, guys. Thanks for Thank listening, you. everybody. Thanks for all the questions and the support. Love you. Bye. Yo, you know we had to hop back on because I was like, fuck, we forgot to talk about two more things. Max, if you had to choose Sopranos over Breaking Bad, what would it be? Oh, my God. That's the hardest question. <laughs> is it even possible? Breaking Bad. Yeah? Breaking Bad is the best. But Sopranos but is fucking Sopranos gross. is so good. I think they have to be on the same level. Like Everyone's like, no, you have to choose one. I really just couldn't, man. They're, They're both, on the same level. They're both epic, right? Yeah, best show. And some, something I thought about, too, is that wh- what do you think... Do you think that you would have been a different person if we were stricter parents or more normal parents, like everyday run-of-the-mill parents that, that didn't do music, didn't, didn't yeah. do the stuff we did? You would have been. Do you wish we were more stricter? Do you wish we were more harder on you with your grades no. and go to I'm college? perfect. I'm just kidding. And go, like go to no. college and all this pressure. You know what I mean? No, that would really suck, especially with. Well, maybe it'd be different just because the way I was raised, and that's not who I am. But like, uh, I'm glad it's like this. It's, it's, there's enough pressure as being like a young adult in the world, let alone have pressure from your parents, like. Yeah. To do, be the perfect, it's impossible to be perfect human. Yeah. Um, and you're a Cali kid, which is crazy. Mom is from Midwest. I'm from the East Coast. Like, we raised a, a pure California kid. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. And, yeah. to, and so, tomorrow's your birthday. Uh, you have any crazy surprise birthdays uh, that you can just reminisce upon, like when you were younger? When I was in eighth grade, right after school, Matt Skiba sent a limo to my school right outside of where I. Everyone goes out school, outside of school. That's facts. That Hundreds so of fun. kids. I was in eighth grade. I don't know what age just turned. Probably just turned 14. Yeah. This big, fat-ass limo. And he was in it. And he, I was in there too, fool. It was crazy. Yeah, were you? Yeah, you were, right? Yeah, we went to the barracks. And he gets out of the car, and he's like, come in and bring some, bring some girls and friends. Randomly. And I was like, wait, what? I didn't have many friends in eighth grade, like not tons. But of course, you know, I was like, oh my God, Max is in limo. Let's be, you know, but a bunch, <laughs> I, I brought the few friends I had and we brought my skater friends and we were like, let's get in this limo and, and literally brought some like couple friends that were just totally was leaving school to go home or something. And they're just like, I was like, you want to come? And they're like, yeah, sure. So we just went. We picked them in the limo and everyone the next day was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's Max with the limo, limo boy. And we get in and there's like maybe 10 kids with us and we're chilling in there and it's my birthday and we go straight to the barracks and my school was in downtown LA then already. The barracks is a skate park in downtown Los Angeles. 20 minutes from there. And, um, for those listening, we go there and hanging out, skating, we're chilling and we're we're already skating. We come outside just for fresh air or something and everyone is inside having a good time and it's just me and a couple of my friends and. And all of a sudden, I don't even remember if it was a Mercedes or... a Jaguar, or I think. Something crazy. Some beautiful car pulls up, this black car. One person gets out. It's John Travolta. 
This is crazy. And man. it's just him. And I'm standing there, and I've seen Grease before, but I didn't recognize him right away. But of course, I knew who he was. And he walks up, and out of he just recognizes me or something. And he walks up, says really nothing, and then everyone just the birthday boy. Well, or? no, no. But then everyone dead stares, and <laughs> one girl starts pointing. She's like, "Wait, is it? Is 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 that is that is that?" Is that is that is that John is that John Travolta? And he comes up and he's like, Are you Max? And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Happy birthday, birthday boy. He's like, Oh, it was whoa, an amazing whoa, surprise, man. What? Thank you, James Brina. And he for just that. walks in it walks in like normal, opens the door and just but it's walks so in like a human. Lit in there. He walks in there and it's like so bright. And everyone lit. just stops, like he's skating, he's just like Arr! dead in the tracks. And then we have a photo of my nana with him. It was so funny. Um, he was super nice. He just came and I was like, wow, that's the craziest thing It was thing so ever. nice. Took pictures with everybody. Thank you, JT. You're the best. Took pictures of everybody hung out in there. I have a great photo of like you and him or me and him and, and nana's in the back like smiling, like photobombing it. That was a, that, that was a great memory. That was great. Any other surprises for your birthday besides that? Like that was, that was a big surprise. You and Skiba had some amazing memories. He's always came up. He's always came up and surprised. Like I can't make any surprises just later, and always comes Christmas. You remember? You remember me and Mama coming home, and Skiba was watching you. You guys were painting stuff, and you. We came well, that was on my birthday. You, no, but you were covered in paint all over the house. Yeah, he felt so bad. He's like, "Oh my God, I'm I'm gonna paint be fired." All in the sinks, paint all in the sink, paint on the all walls, everything, and he's just standing there like I couldn't, I couldn't control him. I don't know what to Did do. Did he teach you a kickflip? Yeah, he he really helped me with that. But I remember I landed the first time ever at the at the barracks. Yeah, like best day of my life. Best of your life landing. landing I trips, remember the right? board I wrote it on. I had a I had a cat board, a black and white cat board. I remember that it was awesome. That was your favorite one of your favorite decks or no? No, I have so it's not even about the deck. I just I remember it was a crazy day. Yeah, but you you had some really great moments with Uncle Skeeves, like doing wild, cool shit with you, painting and being creative and always making cool shit, right? Yeah. Um yeah, so you're <laughs> rolling your eyes, you're tired. So tired. I know we woke up really early today. Um, um yeah, but yeah, um But yeah, it's it's been a great journey, Max, like having you on good tour, podcast. all that stuff. It's everything with you, you know. Number I mean? one podcaster in this whole house. Thank you. Thank uh shout out and thank you to uh H two O the fam. H two O fam bam, where I grew up with my entire life for taking me on the road and putting up with me when I was going through puberty and loud and <laughs> annoying and last year just thank you for taking me out on the on the road on the town showing me what it's like to live I liked you had like five dads almost six dads all of us together with you like always influence yeah, you know what I mean fun. like like just having yeah I, I want to thank H2O too because you're my kid you're not their kid but they 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 welcomed you to the fam open arms you've been a big part of H2O's life and career ever since you were born and uh, do you like H2O? Yeah, you guys are okay. Do you just have, kidding. Do you have seen any favorite songs? Um, Ever Ready Now. Wow. <laughs> Which one of your favorite H2O songs to play? Ever Ready. And you have like, 1995. And when you were born, it was interesting because H2O was on a Phone hi- song. It was a hiatus. It was all about Hazen Street. So you went to Japan with the Hazen Street. Hazen Street was like one of the first bands you saw. Yeah. Because we were in a hiatus. And you have, a, you have a crazy love and connection to Hazen Street, right? Freddie Madball. Would you love that record? Mackie. Is there yeah. certain songs you love in that record? I wish you guys made more records. Do you love? It could happen someday. Do you love those songs in there? You yeah, of course, p- I love them. I can play. Every, I can play every single one. Any particular ones? You Are love? you ready for the world? Um, <laughs> in memory of or that one. Or? In, remer- in, in memory of, yeah, uh, back home. Ooh, yeah, that was a good so one. Do you think you love Hayden Street more than H Two O or no? I don't know. I've just, I literally know all the um, songs from. Uh, both of the bands back back in my hand, but like yeah. 
I've heard it show so many times. Like when you play it, I want a life on chance. I I love that song. It's just like, oh my God, this song. I've heard it for the thousandth time already. I would say five year plans, like, oh here comes guilty or five year plans. But I like those right. ones. Like sometimes one life on chance and then you know, Sunday you get emotional and it's like it's great, but it's like, you know, it's like, oh my god, here's a sad song. Everyone's like, Yeah, oh my god, crying in the pit, like wow. <laughs> it was hugging. That's yeah. a special, important song. Max, that's the most realest song I've written in my whole life. I know, it's life. about your dad dying and then me. I know. How do you feel about that? Is it weird or is it... Um, does, I mean, do you feel a connection to it, though, when you hear it? It's a song to me. I mean, it's nice that you wrote it about me, too. Do you feel a connection to it when you hear it? Like, you know? Yeah, I know. I was born on Sunday. Sunday morning. Um, But it's weird to have, like, a like oh, it's a song about you, son. You have to like it. You don't have to like any no, of this shit. Do you feel like you have to like H2 all these bands or not? No. Would you tell me? Sometimes I get sick of it when we're on the road and you play back to back. Sometimes you used to play two shows in one, one day, dude. And I was like, oh my god, I sit in the tour bus, and I never did that. I never once ever That's sat out right. on a show. Ever, I'm always there. Did you ever get bored on tour? No, never, never once bored on tour. It's always like except exploring. when, except when we did that one. It wasn't boring because we almost died. Oh no, 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 wait. The one show that we had, Where we had we that. Die? Remember when Rusty was driving and we almost we went through those tornadoes and those hurricanes and we would call mom we're like we're Yo. gonna die. Rusty was driving the head first into a fucking tornado hurricane. That was insane. Fearless in Austin, Texas, and I was like fearless we're die. fuck. And we're like, oh my god, Rusty, don't worry about it. I got you. And it's like <laughs> sky is black. It's like holy shit, that was a crazy. I remember day, that Max. we were gonna die. That was scary. Yeah. He's a great driver, but he's definitely scary. Yeah, he was going like ninety, trying to hit. We're gonna make, we're gonna make it past the the hurricane. The we're gonna go right through it. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I really hope he, we can go on tour again this summer, man. If things open up, I love having you on tour. Yeah, it was. We fun. always book the tours around you getting out of school in June, and then go right to Europe, and it always just worked out. I'm just hoping that it will happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was really you think you forever like to come on tour, no matter how old you are? Yeah, it's so fun. Even from seventy years old, playing still, and you're like in your wow, ow, wheelchairs, <laughs> married with kids. Yeah. Do you want to have kids? Yeah. Is there a certain age you want to have kids at? Not really. Do you want to have more I'll than one kid? I'll do next year. I don't care. You want to have more than one kid? I try to be a grandpa at fucking 50, but... No, uh, uh, yeah, it depends on money. Yeah. I'm not going to have, like, if I'm living in a box, I'm not even going to have a kid. But I could be fucking living in the box. I'm not going to let that happen to you. Okay. So no, so matter what, what happens from here moving on out tomorrow when you're 18 to whatever you do in your life... I'm moving out tomorrow. Stop. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm, we're always going to be your parents. We always have your back. You can, you can always live here or come back here. We're with you forever. This is like a, this is forever, man. This isn't like oh, you're old enough to move out, get out of here. No, this is. But I got a complex up in Hollywood Hills. Can I live there too? I'll move out there. I'll go, me and Mom will both come live with you. Um, I'm excited to see what tattoo you get tomorrow, man. Put you in the garage. Um, yeah, I'm excited too. Are there anybody else you want to get tattooed by in your life? You have a, a, a list at all or no? Luke Westman. Nice. Kat Von D. Word. Tim Hendricks. Mm. Um. Anybody else? It's hard to remember everybody's names. That's that's a pretty good list. That's a pretty good list right there. Oh, um, one uh, point to be cool. One point to, of course. Lindsey Carmichael. Lindsey. You have so many. You have so many op- options. And then I want to go to one really, really, really sketchy bad one, and just see the difference between the the ones that go somewhere like really bad, and just check it out. You were begging for a hand poke, but I was like, now nah, you have to wait till you're eighteen. I'd wait till I was eighteen too. Yeah. Well. What's any 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 inspiring words you can leave? Leave anybody with anything or um do you, do you, do no you, shirt, no shoes, no dice. Oh my god. Oh uh, Max, final question. Um are you happy with your life so far? Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to do that you haven't 
done yet at a young age? Like, mm, do you feel like you missed out on anything in your childhood from touring so much and not being in a normal life situation? No. Nothing. Uh-uh. Do you feel like you gained more? Yeah. Do you feel like... You, I've gone to more countries and cities and places and continents than people who have when they're 50. Yeah. And you, but you, but Some you, people. But, but you appreciate it. You learn from yeah. it. Yeah. You, you're, you're a well-rounded, uh, cultured person. I feel, I feel like that's that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking to other humans in different countries and shit. Yeah. I, I'm most proud of that and appreciate that of my band that... And I, I, I worked hard to, just to be in the band this long that I can have those perks to be able to take you on tour. I'm very lucky I could do that because it changed a lot. We had all these great vacations, me and your mama, yeah. because of the band. Um, those are so fun. Yeah. Well, you look thank, tired. I'm tired. Thank you again to H2O. Much Shout out H2O. Yes, sir. We love you. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, man, you were fucking... You were born. You were born a musician, skater, everything else, man. I, I I admire that anything you put your mind to, you can do it. When you focus on shit, like you only been surfing how long? Year and a half. You fucking kill it, man. You're doing like fucking airs and barrels and turns, and I'm learning <laughs> new titles for those tricks and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing. Yeah. I I just hope you bring skating back one day. I will. When oh, we, I, when we get that, you know. Yeah, you were such a yeah. We're getting a mini ramp. It's coming. When oh, you, they're allowed to know. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a mini ramp. Mini ramp not, in the we're not, backyard. We're not gonna say where it's from, but we'll get a mini ramp soon. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. All right, thanks to all the listeners. Thanks for everybody supporting Thank you. me and the band, the podcast, and even my son. Like you guys, pretty much watched him grow up on social media. That's one more thing. You ever feel overexposed on social media? That, that your whole life. I don't me, really post personal things on. I'm there. saying like, of mine. Well, I we write about you in the records, blah blah blah. But pictures of you as a baby up until now, people have seen you grown on social media. Does that bother you? No. Their lives been kind of public in that sense way. Like, not really. I don't really care. Doesn't really bother you. No. All right. I wish some of my more of my followers. We're like, you know, my age, but I like, I like having diversity. Why, you're like a lot of old hardcore fans. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of age 12 fans Chilling. are following for real? Yeah. Fuck. It's cool though. My age range is 28 to 36, I think. <laughs> That's what it is on there? Yeah. You, you, you can see that on there? Yeah. Fuck, man. That's crazy. I didn't know you could do that and see who's following Yeah, you can you. check your activity. All the old hardcore heads are following Max. I appreciate the support for that, but um, that's crazy, Max. I haven't even thought about that. I asked you that. Yeah. Okay, thanks for listening. Mama, we love you, Mama Moon. Love you. We appreciate you, Moon. You did a great job raising this kid. Mama, you want to say a few... Come here, Mama. I want you to say a few words real quick about your son. Everyone leave. No, since he's turning 18 tomorrow. Come here, Moon. We need you in here, babe. Just for the. I think she's studying. Oh, she came here for one second. She loves us. Just for the final words, Moon. Final words you want to say about your son turning 18 tomorrow. Talk in the mic. Are you going to die? No, just give some final words about your son turning 18. Final words? How do you feel about him as an 18-year-old adult tomorrow? Like... Him being raised, everything we did, raised him all around, everything. Like, give me any words about Good Max? job, Moon. What about Papa? You too. Such a ball Thanks, breaker. Daddy. But anything you want to say to Max? Any word of advice or just anything about being his mom? He's turning 18 tomorrow, getting tattooed. I'm going to ground you before you turn 18. <laughs> all right, that was Moon Morris, ladies and gentlemen. Classic. Max, we fucking love you. Love and you uh, I just, I'm proud of my wife. And um, the journey still continues on. All right, Max, you Thank tired. you. I love you. And stop drinking so much coffee and definitely shave that mustache. Okay. Thanks for too. listening. All. We love you all, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to the next one.